Hello and welcome to Life Changes You. I hope you've all been well. And uh, in Australia now, it's freezing cold and the middle of winter. But I have a guest on today who is a soul healer. And she's from Los Angeles, where it's really nice and hot. And her name is Veronica Parks. So I'd like to welcome you on. Veronica, how are you? I'm very good. And I love that you say freezing. We're like in 90 degrees here. <laughs> I know. Well, look, I was saying to you just before we started, I never usually feel the cold. But today I just woke up and went, oh, it's freezing. And it's not freezing. It's 11 degrees, but it feels cold. <laughs> Right. Well, I'll send some warmth from Los Angeles. Lovely. <laughs> warm you up and warm your audience up. <laughs> How about that? And I must say to people, because they won't see the video, but you've got lovely sparkling stars behind you, which is amazing. Mm. It looks like you're in the cosmos. I am. And I love this background because every time I do healing sessions with my clients, I just take them in their realm and they get to see who they are. <laughs> That's beautiful. All right. So do you want to tell me a little bit about yourself and what you do? Yes, absolutely. So my journey has started way, 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 way back in Europe. And I grew up in this very dictatorial environment. It was under communism. I grew up in Moldova, which was a part of Romania. Wow. So it wasn't the brightest childhood. I went through abuse, through control, through poverty. You can name it. Yeah. And... The only thing that kept me going was my imagination. Like I always close my eyes. I'm like, one day I'm going to go so far away and build this beautiful life for myself. And nobody's going to know where I'm coming from and I can leave all of this behind. (laughs) So even as a little girl, I knew I was going to go far. I just didn't know it was going to be Los Angeles. Yeah. But what I help people with is find that dream that they had once. And we all have different traumas, different hurdles we go through. And I hope people release that on the subconscious level so they can become free, so they can step into their power because I truly believe they were all amazing. All the possibilities, everything that we want to accomplish, we can. But somehow, and I want want you to pay attention to little kids because they're such dreamers. When you ask a little kid, like, what do you want to be when you grow up? Oh, I want to be an astronaut. What do I want to be this? What do I want to be that? And then they grow up and they have parents and society and teachers telling them, who are you kidding yourself? Like, grow up. This is not possible. Yeah. So I invite everybody to go back in your mind's eye. Remember what you dreamed of when you were a kid and all learned everything society taught you because it is possible and it's done on a subconscious level. So my gift to the world is helping people release those blocks, release those lessons and trauma they picked up from people around you yeah when you're a child i mean i look i probably had hundreds of dreams but our imaginations run wild and as we get older we stop using our imagination as much as i I don't know five to ten you know you could do anything you you were um, a famous cowboy you know running around on your horse which wasn't really there but to you the horse was there and then as you get older you just get you you just fit into society and you forget about what your dreams were and and as you say people do say to you come on get real you're never going to be able to do that and you start going oh okay well what can I do well we're taught that being real means pain so when I go around I'm a bundle of joy people's like oh get real. Like that's not reality. I'm like, why do you assume the reality has to be dramatic and painful? 
you yeah. can build your own reality. And like how you said, like you're running a horse that wasn't even there. <laughs> it's the feeling that counts because if you had kept that dream alive and you would have kept running that horse that wasn't there, eventually you would have made a way to attract that horse into your life. So it becomes, but when you stop dreaming, then you're not bringing yourself into that vibration to actually attract those things in your life. Yeah. So you get exactly what you think of. And usually it's what you don't want. (laughs) 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 And I know, I I know you've heard this before, but it's one thing to hear it and another one to do it. And I love the teaching of the secret. And I just did a workshop on that a few days ago. The secret is amazing. And it teaches you such powerful tools on how to attract things in your life. But there's a missing step before the secret that nobody talks about. And what's that? Imagine you have a cup. And throughout life, you had experiences and you acquired stuff and the cup is full. Now, the secret is teaching you how to attract more amazing things in that cup. But if there's no space in that cup for those amazing things to come in, they're not going to stick around. So in order to bring more amazing things in, you've got to make space. That means you've got to release all the pain, the trauma, the hurdles you had in the past, right? So if, if I were to ask you, like, you know, you, something happened to you, let's say 10 years ago, you broke up with your loved one and you're like, oh, I've dealt with it, I'm fine. But if I play a song or if I ask you to go back to a memory that you had with that person, and you still feel that pain, that means you're still carrying that. So that is what I'm talking about. Like that's extra weight that we're carrying. That's extra weight that is in that cup. So in order to bring more amazing things in our lives, better relationships, better finances, better career, better health, you gotta release those stuff so you can make space. And that can only be done on the subconscious level. I did probably more than seven years of yoga, meditation, you name it. Every self-help book out there, I've read it. Like, I thought I knew it all. Yeah. (laughs) Right. And then I met this gentleman. And I had a fear of heights. And he's like, oh, do you want me to take care of that? I'm like, what do you mean take care of that? Like, how is that possible? He's like, just close your eyes. I'll talk to you for 30 minutes. And the fear of heights will go away. So as an amusement, I'm like, sure, I'll try. But I was amused because I'm like, there is nothing that this person can teach me. Right. I was at a point that I've read it all and I felt like I knew it all. You know, yep. we get fed up in our ego and I'm sure you can relate yeah, to yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> we all have that ego <laughs> battle at some point in our lives. <laughs> so he's talked to me for 30 minutes. I open up my eyes and I look down and no butterflies, nothing. The fear of heights completely gone. And I'm like, whoa. And I, I was aware of everything that he spoke the entire time. Yes. So it wasn't like I'm asleep, but he said stuff to me like, you're aware of what is happening, but it's done on a subconscious level, bypassing the conscious mind. And you surrender and you just accept those suggestions. Yep, right? yep. Through hypnosis, NLP, there are different modalities. But long story short, and I'm like, whoa, if I can fix that in 30 minutes, that means I can go back to my childhood and release all the pain that I've been through. So then when I'm speaking about, I'm only recalling the auditory or the, the, the information, the data, but with no emotions attract, like attached to it. Yep. That means I can free myself up from this mental jail that I've created. 
And that's when the true work began. And I became very, very humble. <laughs> and you said that was seven years ago. Yes. Yes. It completely changed my life. And, and I became so passionate about it. And I started helping my clients with that. And before that was all nutrition or how to feed your body the right way. And I'm like, that is only 10%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the information that you feed yourself with, the environment, like that affects you so much. And as much as you want to bring more things in, unless you release this stuff from the past, and it's usually the first seven years of your life, then there's no space in that cup for more abundance, for prosperity, better relationships. How does everything get stuck then in those first seven years? Okay. So the best way to reprogram your subconscious mind is when you're in a theta state. Now, as adults, the only time we get in that theta state is a few minutes before you go to sleep. Yep. And the first few minutes when you wake up. That's why it's so important not to be on your phone, not to look at the news, like feed your brain with something. <laughs> <laughs> something healthy, something empowering. Yep. Like I have on my YouTube channel, I am affirmations that I share with all my clients and you can find it there. Um, because it's so important to reprogram you with what you need. And the only other time to get on that theta state is through healing session when you go like in under hypnosis. Yeah. But what happens is when you're a child, from the womb up to seven years old, you are in theta state 24 seven. And that is a good thing. And that is a really bad thing. <laughs> Some kids that have been through like major trauma, yep. the theta state ends about five years old, but on average is zero to seven. So as a child, when you're in that theta state, you absorb everything with no filter. That's why kids are like, you think they're playing video games, but they're hearing the conversation. They're memorizing everything. They're like a sponge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or when I see a pregnant lady and they're stressed and they're going through stuff and they're like, oh, the baby's not going to know. I'm like, no, they feel and they can recall every information. I've had clients taking me to three months in the womb where they heard a uh, uh, an argument between their parents and they decided that they're now loved. And now they go through entire life overdoing overgiving just to deserve that love yeah and we're lovable just by being so those first seven years are so imperative but also if you are a parent and you're listening to this cut yourself some slack because there is no such thing as perfect parenting no and every child sooner or later is going to need some healing yep not therapy, regular therapy barely scratches the surface because it works on a conscious level, which is five to 10% of your mind. Healing has to be done on the subconscious level. So you can have a lot of trauma. You can clear it in as quick as one session, just like I got rid of my fear of heights. So it's possible to quantum speed that effect, but the first seven years are so important. So if you're a parent and, and you have your little one, I invite you to be so attentive to everything you say and you feel because they observe all of that. Yeah. And look, it's really interesting what you're saying there because I had a guest on a few weeks ago who was an NLP practitioner and he got me to think of a time uh, that was very tragic. Um, and after the session, which was only like a minute, two minutes, cause we were doing the, we were doing the mm -hmm. interview. Um, the feeling was replaced with, 
not dread and sadness. And I could feel all the sadness as he's telling me about what's happening. Uh, and mm-hmm. then when he finished, I was just like, whoa, I feel so good. I feel so happy, you know, and, mm-hmm. and the tragic event was really tragic that happened years ago. Um, but it actually, he'd replaced that feeling. Mm-hmm. And before that had happened, I never really believed in it. And then it happened and I was like, my God, it, it's real. <laughs> I always tell people like once they get to know my story and the things that I've been through, and I don't want to take the time to share that. But when you, when you find out everything I've been through and I, I'm like the most obnoxiously happy person you'll ever meet, it is possible. If it's possible for me, it's possible for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> And I always say that the stuff that we go through, like even if you find yourself right now being in an abusive relationship or going through those hurdles, know that that is part of the training. And I know that if you if you are in it right now, it's hard to believe, but it is a part of the training. I am grateful for everything that happened for me in my childhood because I had to go through all of those experiences. Otherwise, I wouldn't be able to relate to every person that comes my way. And it's true. Working as a counsellor, you have people that come to you and when you've had life experiences and you've lived your life, you have lots of things that you can recall and you can go, actually, I know exactly where they're going here because I've been through that. And it must be similar to what you're saying. When you've lived a life, no matter how traumatic and trauma, it can define you. But the people who are able to move through it and work through it and then come out the other side, they have so much knowledge to offer everybody because mm-hmm. they, they've suffered where other people haven't and they, they can um, empathise, sympathise, uh, be compassionate. You know, it, it's a whole lot of new emotions that some people who are just trained haven't yet experienced. Yes, and the, to me the hardest thing that I find is when I get clients that have been in depression or anxiety or a certain sadness level for such a long time that they forgot what happiness feels like. Yeah. I had a client who went through 11 years of therapy. She's barely 24. Wow. Like major, major depression. And I'm like, drop everything you're doing. So after three sessions, she's like, oh my God, I'm so happy. I never felt this way before. So that's even harder because when you're just feeling something that is not like, you know, peaceful and tranquil and happy, it's easier to fix when you've been in that for many, many, many years. Yeah. It's almost hard to invest in yourself and say, Hey, no, I deserve better than that. I want to feel better than that. Yeah. Because you accept that as being the reality and that's not how reality yeah. is. No, no, no. And, and the they way don't, I no. live it, that's as real as yours. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and as you're saying that, that, that becomes their reality. That is how they presume life is because they don't know any different. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I'm here to shine the light and, and help people find the difference. And I share a lot of healing meditations and journeys like, and I incorporate a lot of NLP. Yep. So yep. I developed the soul healing system. There is a combination of different modalities, but you take that NLP to a whole other level because NLP, it's like doing that emotional surgery, right? You find where the trauma is, you go to the root cause of it, and then you release it on a subconscious level. Yeah. And even if you, you know, replace that feeling, there is still a void because you took something out. And that's why I incorporate a lot of energy healing and I channel a lot of stuff to fill in the void with the exact energy and cause the union. Yep. It's almost like having the surgery, 
getting the painkiller, <laughs> going through a vacation and then coming back. <laughs> that's the best way. And that's what I like about what you're doing is that you don't just go, okay, I'm an NLP practitioner and that's what I do. You've incorporated so many different things, which then makes it your own practice, what you do. And, yes. and that is a lot more powerful than someone who does just one thing, you know, like, I mean, I'm a trained counselor. I work in disability. I do this, I do that. I've trained a little bit in NLP, not as much as you, but when you learn all these different little things, they all come together and, and it makes a unique experience that you can offer that other people can't. Absolutely. Absolutely. And the, the energy channeling that is, it's very natural to me because I used to do healing since I was a kid. I just didn't know what to make of it. Yeah. I remember playing with little kids and they're like, oh, my head hurts. I'm like, oh, let me put my hand over it. Then the pain will go away. And it will. But at that point, like being a child, I had no idea what gifts I had. Yeah. Like to channel energy through my voice or through my hands. And, you know, going through the all the trauma that I've been through, I became very much a left brainer. And I was all about business and making money. And I didn't allow myself to access any emotions because it was scary. Yeah. And that's what happens with a lot of people, especially when they go through a lot of childhood stuff. They become, I don't want to say the word robots, but in a way, like they become numb. And, you know, you get into a relationship when you want to open up your heart and feel that, but you're not allowing anybody to come close. Yeah. Because what's not talked about that is like, oh, open up your heart, allow the love in, easier said than done. But that beautiful heart also holds all the resentment, the jealousy, the hatred, the anger, all of that is held in the same place. Yeah. So for you to open up your heart for more love to come in or to share love, all the other stuff come out. And it's like that you hear that like, oh, don't open that can of worms unless you know how to close it. So it's very important when you decide to take that step, like I want to get in touch with with the gentle, the beautiful, the loving part of me, I truly want to give this relationship a shot, then do it with somebody who can really hold your hand and help you release that fast. Yeah. Because you do not want to open the can of worms and not know how to close it. It could be very, very dangerous, especially if people have post-traumatic stress. Yeah. And post-traumatic stress, my friend, it's not just a military thing. You've been no. heartbroken, that is post-traumatic stress. We just don't talk about. So how long have you been practicing now for? Officially seven years, unofficially my entire life. I used to coach all my ex-boyfriends. <laughs> and my mom brother to my attention. She's like, you take a guy, you make him great, and then you let him go. And I'm like, oh my God, I have been doing that. <laughs> yeah, I was such a great coach to, to my exes. And I, I guess that is one of the reasons all of them are still good friends to me to this day. So. Oh, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah and eventually i think one of them um several years ago was like veronica you have this gift you need to do it as a business i'm like what <laughs> and then one thing after another i'm like okay this is this is my path i want to do this yeah no it's really good um can you tell people whereabouts they can find you oh absolutely so if you are interested in the soul healing system just go to soulhealingsystem.com I actually offer a free session on how to remove subconscious blocks. And that one is specifically geared. Let's say you have a goal. You want to bring something into your life. There is finances, career, relationship. So you find what the goal is. And then I take you on a journey 
to see and feel that goal and then take you back to release the blocks that are stopping you from achieving that goal. And then you do that over and over again, it's going to get so imprinted and reprogram your subconscious mind that that goal that you thought is going to happen five years from now, yeah. it happened a lot sooner. So I offer that free session, go to soulhealing.com to find out and just Google Veronica Parks. I don't hide. I have a plethora of meditation and motivational mindset stuff that I share. So I actually <laughs> did one of your meditations the other day. Oh, which one did you do? I can't remember, but it was really <laughs> good. Like, because I'm always so, uh, I'm so busy with everything, podcasting, working, lots yeah. of things. And I thought, look, I'm going to try one before I speak to you just to make sure <laughs> it works. <laughs> You're the real thing. <laughs> and, and it was really good. It was really relaxing. I, I really enjoyed it. When I, when I came back, I was like, wow, I feel a lot better. You know what? I'll tell you a secret. I use my own meditations too. So every time, even before a session, I have one on my YouTube channel that is called Open Your Third Eye Chakra and Raise Your Vibration. And I don't even have time to like lay down. You're supposed to lay down and close your eyes and listen to that. Usually as I do my makeup and I get ready, I put that on and it puts me in such a tranquil state. So I'm like ready to go because every meditation that I do is channeled and it's infused with energy healing. Right. So even if you listen to it two years from now, the energy is still as powerful as it is, like, as if I were to do it with in person with you. Yeah. So it works for me too. <laughs> look, look, and I also, I started listening to one while I was driving the car because I thought, oh, look, oh, this will do just, that. Don't do no, that. no, no, oh, no, I wasn't going to close my eyes while I was doing it. <laughs> But I just thought, look, I just want to hear what you're talking about. And it was actually really good while I was driving. But I thought, mm -hmm. now, look, it's better to leave it until I get home. Yes, because I, I, my voice sounds at a certain vibration and it can get you in that theta state. So I don't advise listening to it while you're driving because I want you to be aware of everything yeah, yeah, that's yeah. happening around. You're going to feel so relaxed. Something's coming and you're like, oh, I missed that. <laughs> you don't want to do that. No, no. I, I don't want any responsibility. So don't do it while you deal no, with it. Look, it was just, it was actually before I listened to the, the um, meditation because I thought, I just want to listen and see if it's something that, you know, I really want to, like, I really want to talk to you and I, I feel mm -hmm. like it's good. And it was. And that's why I came home and did the meditation because I thought, no, this is actually good. Beautiful, beautiful. Okay, so here's a question for you. Right. If I were to have a magic wand and grant you a wish, what would that be? For me, it would be better health. Better health. Yeah. Okay. When was the last time you had good health? I think about, about 10 or 12 years ago. 12 years ago. What do you think is stopping you from having better health right now? Look, I think some of it is in my head that I, I try... I try not to think I'm sick and I push myself all the time, but every now and again you wake up and you go, oh, God, I feel ill today. Um, and I have fibromyalgia, chronic fatigue, and a few other things, thyroid disease. Um, and most of the time I feel really great, but then there's some mornings where I just feel like, nah, I can't do this today. And your fibromyalgia and all the, the plethora of things that you have, when did they show up in your life? They actually started when I was married. And the funny thing is, and I don't talk, I don't usually connect this with that and yes. tell anyone about it. But um, the funny thing was every specialist I saw at the time said, you're only sick since you've got married. Before you got married, you never had a sick day in your life. Mm -hmm. And now you've got thyroid disease, celiac disease, 
uh, chronic fatigue and fibromyalgia. And they said, we think it's stress. And you've been in that marriage for how long? No, I, I uh, ended the marriage nine years ago. So we were married for four years four and years. pretty yeah. much after we separated, now, now this is a session, <laughs> after we separated. <laughs> no, yeah, I was of, guided to ask, so I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, that's good. Um, one of my friends who was an older lady and her husband, uh, they said to me, wow, we haven't seen you laugh. We can't remember when you last laughed. And I went, oh, actually, no, mm. I don't remember when I last laughed. So obviously something in the marriage was um, not good. Um, but I never felt that there was anything bad until we separated and then we divorced and, um, and then, yeah, I did start feeling a lot, but I'm a lot better now than what I was when I was married. I was really ill and I couldn't get out of bed. So oftentimes there's a lot of sickness. Like you said, it's in your head. Everything comes from there. And interestingly enough, uh, physical sickness can come from trauma they've had in the past that you haven't released Yeah. or in your case can be, around the environment so when you are in a situation that you don't want to be in in your case in a marriage that you didn't feel like being in your inner child didn't want to be there yeah then you start picking up all kinds of like sicknesses because your body's telling you get out this is not good your body's always communicating with you when you get yeah. sick that is not like oh my god i got sick you got to say thank you my beautiful body for letting me know that what i'm doing and who i'm around with it's not good for me. That's all it is. It's a message. But what we do is we go and we throw a lot of medication in it. And now you build that as your identity. Had you knew that when you got off the marriage, you'd have been like, okay, well, I was this amazing guy before that was laughing, that was healthy. Da, da, da. I can go back to that. But instead you were there for four years and then you picked some sicknesses around and instead of saying, oh, I'm experiencing this at the moment, you yeah. said, I have this and I have that and I have this. And now this became your identity and you told that story so many times. Now it's imprinted on your subconscious level. So you build your life around your fibromyalgia and everything else they have. So ultimately you can make a choice saying, you know what? I want to be that person that was before I got married or even better. And then clear that stuff on a subconscious level. You can be like done in like one or two sessions. It could be that easy. But I'll give you, if I may, I'll give you one suggestion. Yeah. And that's for everybody that is listening to this. It doesn't matter what your disease you have or label that you've picked up along the way. Even if you have it at the present, say I experience this at the moment. I experience sadness at the moment. I experience depression at the moment. I experience fibromyalgia at the moment. Yeah. Because when you start doing that, your mind is like, oh, that's not who I am. That's just what I'm temporarily experiencing. And then I'm going to be better. Because what happens is when we're describing our present, we are prescribing our future. Yeah. So if you say I'm sick, then you're telling your body to be sick and you actually get sicker by continuing that story, right? So you can reverse engineer that just with your language and then your thoughts. And if you get a chance, do a session on the subconscious level and release that because it doesn't belong there, my friend. Yeah. You are healthy. You just keep telling yourself a story to push people that weren't supposed to be around you in the first place. <laughs> yeah, look, I, I, I agree with that. I mean, 
at first when we got married, I thought that was great. Um, however, I had so many people around me saying, this just isn't right. You, that's not the right person for you. And I'm like, no, no, of course it is. I'm in love. Mm-hmm. It's brilliant. I love it. Um, but then, uh, yeah, once I separated, then everyone was like, oh, I don't know how you stayed so long, you know, blah, blah, blah. And yeah, hindsight. <laughs> okay. That was, that was a lesson. That was a yeah. lesson. <laughs> you learned the lesson. You released the, the stuff on the subconscious level and you're as good as new. Well, I am going to try that. I've written, I've just written it down so that I'm going to try it afterwards. <laughs> Wonderful. I'm looking forward to, to hearing. <laughs> and um, yes, because I, you know, the whole aging and getting sick, it's so imprinted in our mind. I'll tell you this. I used to get a cold twice a year. Yep. And I remember I was reading this book like years ago and he said, whatever you tell your mind, that is the truth. So I'm like, let me practice this. Is it real? So I told myself, okay, when I get sick, I'm allowing myself to mope for two days and then I got to go back to work. Yep. Early now, every time I'll get sick, I'll be sick as a dog for two days and then I'll go back to work. And I'm like, wait, if this works, why did I make a better choice? And instead of even using the word sick, I'm just going to say I'm healthy all the time, no matter what. Yep. And since I started telling that story, it's been six years. I have been healthy all the time. And when people are like, Oh, aren't you worried about this? And I'm like, I don't do sickness. I don't do any of this stuff. I'm healthy. And they look at me like I'm crazy. And I'm like, one day you'll be able, or maybe you'll be ready to hear my truth. So I can share the secret with you, but it's possible. You know, I think a lot of people overanalyze things and maybe some of the things you're saying and they go, oh, no, it can't, can't be that easy. It can't be that easy. Um, and yet I used to have a phobia of the dentist, you know, and I would be throwing up before I went in the door and I, it would take them forever to get me to sit in the seat. And then I started using a mantra, which was the dentist is calm and relaxing. And now, and I used to have to have Valium and everything before I went in. And now I go in, I sit down. And last time I had to have a small filling and he said, oh, I don't know if I'm going to do an anesthetic. And I went, no, that's fine. Don't worry. So I just closed my eyes and just kept telling myself that same mantra. He did the drilling, everything. And he said, wow, you're so calm. And I went, I just use this mantra now. And since I've been using it, because I used to panic for like five, six days before I had a dental appointment, you know, oh my God, how am I going to be? I know the feeling. I used to have the same thing. Yeah. And I put myself under hypnosis and I have the best time. Yeah, it's just, it's, it does work. Um, and when I've told people that, I've said, oh, this is all I do. And they go, really? That can't work. And I think, well, if you don't believe it, it's not going to work. Well, yes, absolutely. But if you do the session that I have for you, even if you don't believe it, at the end of it, you're going to be like, oh, it does work. <laughs> so there is a way to bypass the conscious mind because what doesn't believe is your conscious mind yep. is feeding into that small ego. And the ego wants to keep you where you were in the past. So you, let's say if you were having a certain type of life and you want your life to go from zero to 10, you've got to feel a 10. Yeah. You accept the life, the kind of life, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and your ego is going to try to keep you small. Your subconscious mind is going to remind you every time like, hey, who are you kidding? You've never been that. You've never felt that good. You've never been that beautiful. You've never been that strong. Who are you kidding? So that's why you got to clear that voice. You could have picked it up from your parents, from your teachers. I mean, I had my brother told me that I can't sing. 
that I break every song. So for years, I wouldn't even allow myself to sing. Little did I know, like years ago, I got to do a theater play and I was singing. Everybody's like, oh my God, you should do musicals. I'm like, are you out of your mind? Are you not hearing what I'm hearing? Because in my mind, I believe that. I took it as my truth that I break the song. Yeah. So I used to say the joke, like if I start singing, you better lock the door because everybody's going to run out. I'm that good. (laughs) (laughs) Right. So it's the stories that we tell ourselves. It's the stories that we picked up from parents, from school, from society. And those stories, if they're not empowering you, if they're not telling you what a phenomenal, beautiful, amazing, superhuman you are, it's time to release those. They don't serve you anymore. No, and look, you are—you've hit the nail on the head. And I have, um, when I was studying uh, psychology, I had a tutor who would say to me, "You are finding it so difficult to learn any of this, and I want to know why." And we went through the story of when I was eight. I had a teacher who would tell pretty much all the boys in the class, you'll amount to nothing. You'll amount to nothing. Wow. We heard that every day. Oh, you're no good. You don't know what you're talking about. You're, you'll never be anything. Um, and once she helped me with that, then I started realizing I can learn this and I, I'm not, I, I am intelligent, you know, and it was, it was quite a breakthrough and you're just hitting on it again. And I'm thinking, yeah, I think every now and again, I tell myself I'm not able to do something and then I can't do it. Mm. whereas I can really do it. That's why I love the affirmations. And I have, I think on my YouTube channel, I have an affirmation for somebody that deals with anxiety and fear. And then one, if you have like health, health issues. So those are like eight hours affirmations that you listen to when you are asleep. Right. So that you keep listening to that voice, like I am safe. I feel good. I am peaceful. I am loved. Da, 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 da. And it goes straight to your subconscious mind. You can start reprogramming your mind and replacing those old patterns with new ones. Yeah. Because you're going to go through the day, you're like still hearing the voice in your head, like I am calm, I am peaceful. And it works. Like within a couple of weeks, you're going to find yourself like acting and feeling differently. I had people with major, major anxiety make huge transformation within a few weeks just by listening to that at night. Yeah. It's, it's insane the amount of stuff that we can reprogram on a subconscious level to make up for all those teachers that told us we can't do something. Yeah. <laughs> it's, and and, and it's, that goes with everything in your life. If you're listening to this and you have anybody in your life tell you that you can't do something or you're not good at this or you're not good at that, say thank you for sharing. And now that that is their truth, it has nothing to do with you. I work with a lot of entrepreneurs and business people. And they want to do something like they have this idea for a product or service and they got other people around telling them it is impossible. It's going to fail. It's not going to be profitable. Yep. So I tell them, say, thank you for sharing. They can't allow themselves to see your success unless they had success. Yeah. So never take advice from someone that hasn't already done that. Yeah. Right. <laughs> say never take free advice, take free advice, but take it from somebody that has truly walked that path and yeah. knows what they're talking about yeah yeah, yeah. Saying, thank you for sharing this is your truth it has nothing to do with me deep in my soul i know i can do this veronica told me i can do it so i'm gonna do it <laughs> <laughs> right tell them to call me to pick up a bone with me i got them <laughs> everything is possible everything, everything is possible. possible that's really good yeah look um you you've changed the way i think 
by speaking to you today. Um, I'm always interested in speaking to new people, new ideas, uh, because I think that's how everybody grows. And that's one of the, the things I like about the podcast is I have so many different people with different ideas on. Um, and if one person takes one piece of information from what you're saying and it changes their life, that's a, a, an amazing magical thing, isn't it? Absolutely. That means our day was worth living. Yeah. If one person takes one piece of information, runs with it, my day was worth living and I'm sure yours was too. Yeah. And, <laughs> so and you're, thank you for that. <laughs> you're, you're nearly at five o'clock in the afternoon there, aren't you? It's actually 444, which is the number of high abundance. Oh. So for everyone who listens, make sure you leave a nice review to this podcast and claim your financial abundance right now. It's 444 Los Angeles time. Woo! <laughs> I love sitting repeating numbers. They're very high vibrational. I love it. <laughs> see, I see a lot of those numbers go up on um, Instagram. And I, I often wonder why are people putting those numbers up? What does that mean? Yeah. So 444 is financial abundance. So let's say you look at the time and it's 444, 555, 1111 is like the beginning, high vibration. You right. see a license plate that is the, I see them all the time. If an hour goes by that I don't see repeating numbers and I'm like, what am I doing wrong? So right. it's a sign that your spiritual guides are around and you're going in the right path. And then you can do a Google search to find out what that number is. Like okay. 555, that's a big shift in your life. You're about to, you know, go left or right. You're going to pick a whole new path. So every number signifies something. There's, there are spirit numbers. Wow. You learn something new. <laughs> I've learned lots of new this morning. <laughs> <laughs> you got all day to do research on it now. <laughs> I know. I've got all day to practice all these new things. But yeah, when you do something and you see those numbers, you wanna you wanna pay attention to the thoughts you had the moment before or the conversation you're having. Because that is a confirmation that yes, you are on the right track. Right. And when you see them, you pay attention, you're like, oh, okay. Not only do I have amazing people around me supporting, cheering me on in what I'm doing. But I have the unseen beings cheering me on. And for those of you who are listening, you're like, what is she talking about? <laughs> when I refer to spirit guides, there are those um, souls that didn't get a chance to get reincarnated. So there are past beings, humans or so forth, that didn't get a body. So now they're your cheering team. That intuition that you get like, oh, I should do this. That gut feeling. Those are your spirit guides gearing you towards the right direction so listen to it your gut is your second brain and it will always always lead you in the right direction so start feeling and stop thinking my friend because that way you'll make the best decisions in your life yeah no look it's uh it's been wonderful speaking to you there, there's <laughs> been so many new things I, i've learned and i hope uh, the audience uh, grab a lot of stuff too what was your website again soulhealingsystem.com and you can do a simple Google search of Veronica Parks and reach out to me, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. I don't hide. <laughs> um, yeah, and then they, if they go to YouTube, they can do some of your meditations, can't they? Yes. If you go, I think it's Veronica Parks and then number one. Number you'll one. You'll find a plethora of meditations and they're absolutely free, all for you. <laughs> Beautiful. Well, look, uh, uh, is there anything else you want to add? For those who listen to the end, I want to salute you for investing in yourself, for allowing you, God, to tell you that this is something you needed to hear today. And I want you to remember that you are beautiful. You're powerful beyond means. 
And if anything stands in the way, simply allow yourself to close your eyes to remember the dreams you had as a child. Everything is possible, my friend. And there is a brighter light on the other side. I promise you. Beautiful. Well, thank you, Veronica. It's been really good speaking to you today. It's, uh, as I said, yeah, you've uh, brought up a few things in me that I hadn't thought about. Maybe I'd repress them and you've helped me open them up and see them in a different way. Thank you for being on. You're very welcome. It's my absolute honor and pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I'm sure we'll speak again another time. Absolutely. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Well, that was another episode of Life Changes You. If you want to contact us, we're available on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And we also have a website, lifechangesyou.com.au. So until next time, take care of each other, and thanks for listening.